Hello everyone, my name is Gary Schultens, and I play Jill on Dice Tales Live. Thank you so much for rejoining us for this awesome episode, episode number 81 of Dice Tales Live, Dark Roads Part 1. Before we get rolling here, we do want to throw a quick shout out to all of our sponsors and friends of the show, so here we go. First up, we have GamingPaper.com. At GamingPaper.com, you can get all of your map-making needs taken care of. They have awesome paper, both in squares and isometric styles, for those of you artsy people who can actually draw your maps in 3D and like that sort of thing. They also have these great products, these uh, puzzle tiles, where you can basically piece these together, draw your map, unpiece them, slide them into a backpack, and then reassemble them when you get where you're going. It's an awesome product. We use it all the time. They have that and so much more at GamingPaper.com. Check them out. Next up, we have the Character Case by Helpful NPCs. Helpful NPCs is this great little company that makes the Character Case. That is their product. And uh, the Character Case is this awesome binder that zips shut. It has all these compartments in it, these foam inserts, so you can keep your dice and your minis and your pencils and your character sheet and all of that stuff safe and protected from being crumpled in the bottom of a backpack, which I'm sure we've all experienced once or twice. We all have them at Dice Tales. We absolutely love them, and we know that you will love them too. Again, check them out. You can find them on Amazon. That's Helpful NPCs, and their product is the Character Case. And of course, also our friends of the show, we would like to thank Sirenscape, first of all. Sirenscape is this company, this website that makes all kinds of ambient sounds and music for your D&D games. You can share it remotely with your table so your DM can start a song or a, an ambient sound set of a party or street sounds or cave sounds or anything like that. And it just makes your game so much more immersive, so much more fun for the players. We love it. Any uh, sounds that you hear not made by us during the show are generally made by Sirenscape. So you got to check these guys out. Awesome people, awesome product, sirenscape.com. And last but not least, we have HeroForge.com. If you're any kind of a TTRPGer, you probably already know about these guys. If you have a mini to be made, HeroForge.com is where you want to go for that. You can make it in color, you can make it in a variety of materials, or if you have a 3D printer at home, you can download the file and print your own. So HeroForge has never made it easier to get what you want in all of your mini making needs. Again, check those guys out. That is HeroForge.com. And last but not least, if you decide at any point that you like what you hear, please follow us on all the social media. We are Dice Tales Live on every platform, so we are nice and easy to find. Feel free to follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course, follow us on Twitch, where we are currently streaming our shows semi-live straight into your living room. We would love to interact with you in the chat, and we would love to see you there. So don't forget to follow us on all of those social medias to keep up on the goings-on of the Children of Destiny. And without any further ado, we would like to welcome you, the loyal, loyal listener, to sit back, relax, and enjoy episode number 81 of Dice Tales Live, Dark Roads, Part 1. Enjoy. Previously on Dice Tales, with Paladin Ashglade's life in his hands, at the urging of Leith, Beyonce showed mercy and the paladin was given a second chance, for which he was very grateful. The next day, the Children of Destiny were called by Father Antorum, who told them all they'd learned of the Seed. They discovered mention of a blade called Extinction, which could destroy the Seed, 
and having weighed multiple options, the party decided that should be their next quest. Before leaving, Jill caught up with Gallen, asking them to keep an eye out in Waterdeep for the strange symbol on her dagger, and Gallen surprised her by claiming they already knew where it was. And that's where we pick up the story. All right, so um, that is exactly what just happened. Jill, you have shown this mark to Gallen and received a surprising response as Gallen does in fact admit that they've seen this before. Jill gets like really intense and it's just like, where? At um, a rather famous establishment in the area, actually. Which one? The Yawning Portal Inn. Oh. And that is a very obvious establishment. Oh, oh yes. That's, that's a famous name. <laughs> Jill is disgusted with herself that she didn't even check there. Like, she assumed it would be hidden and, like, she just, like, her eyes drift away as she the wheels are turning and she just kind of like take holds her hand out to take her dagger back and gallon flips it and hands it to you with the hilt first watching you carefully and uh, they say did you want to know where i saw it yes please bathroom stall Shut up, Brad. Scrawled on the wall. For a good time. <laughs> a little fucking levity from Brad right away. Thank you. <laughs> There's a blade that hangs over the bar. It's okay. on there just as it is on here. And Jill just kind of like shakes her head one more time. Like, um... Thank you. I have to. I, I have to go. I I have to. I have to go. And and I just I stand up and I actually don't go like out the doors. I go to where I've right. been staying. Like so. My room. Yeah. Everybody else, because you guys are down inside <laughs> of that like secret vault, like the one underneath the Tyran Temple. And Beyonce, you had just finished your conversation with Father Antorum. So you're mm -hmm. turning to walk back and everybody would turn as Gallen walks up and see Jill just heading for the door to the stairs that go back up. I'll run after. I am also gonna follow, but not at a run. So All right. we get there first. <laughs> Leave little I have, like, I have I shorter legs. <laughs> Catches up over here. Okay. All right. All right. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine. I have to um. Uh, I have to run an errand in town. I have to talk to Merrick, though. I think I should probably not go out alone. You know, like to be safe, right? Is that an invitation, or do you want me to get Merrick so he can go with you? Merrick is actually down here with you guys. Remember? Oh, I did he, not remember that. Yes, I want to. I want to go find him. Okay. Uh, if you want to come, you can come. I just, I have to run an errand. All right. Can I make a sense motive check? Yep. I, I, I'm probably close enough to hear this. Can I also? Yep. You have those insane perception checks. Sense motive is not as good as perception. Nine. That's cocked. 
Um, oh, wow. Uh, 31. Oh, yeah. And you uh, pick up that layer, something emotional underneath it all. I will just stand by the door and wait. I'm going to let Jill get Merrick. I don't want to, like, be running after her. Merrick just slowly starts his way over there. Not like he's hurrying towards her or trying to draw attention. Is she frozen? Oh. Oh, oh no! We lost Carrie. And then Jill runs out the door. (laughs) (laughs) You can't make me talk. It wasn't me this time. Oh, hey, I'm in. I'm in both. <laughs> that is that is a weird look. That means you have to play Jill now. That's how it works. Right, but you have to slide yeah. your face over to her box yeah, when it's, you're. It's about uh, one minute. We should be able to get this. Yeah, that's one moment for we'll we'll technical difficulties. Just a moment here. <laughs> and we're back. back. And we're back. All right. <laughs> I blame myself. What was the last thing you actually heard? What I actually heard was that I beat Brad's stupid perception check. That's it. Oh, you didn't beat Callista. But you didn't beat Callista. Oh, well. Callista's the one Surprising no one. Callista knows exactly where Jill is going and what she's been concerned about most for the last, like, week and a half. And um, you Mm -hmm. notice how she's even kind of fiddling with her dagger a little bit more than usual in her nerves. And she just kind of like looks at Callista sort of with a knowing look on her face and then says one more time to Leith, I just have to run an errand. You can come if you want to. And then I look back at Callista. And Merrick, who is here, I don't know if you caught that. Uh, Did not. He, he has Yay! been here. So he, he steps up too. And he just quietly says, we'll come. I'm standing by the door right now, so like when you get closer, I'll I'm trying not to crowd you. And I just kind of nod and I imagine yeah, Jill just kind of is going to have to like go up to her room and get like her stuff and then is going to want to go to the yawning portal. Oh my god. (laughs) Of course. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yep. Quick trip up to my room and then of course, of course. going across town. Would, is Beyonce with us? Or is he yeah, preparing um, for Beyonce, Ave Maria? Beyonce and the Seamus, <laughs> what, uh, what's your plan for what to do? Because it's not yet, like it's, it's still early in the day and it's not until dusk tonight that Beyonce has to do his hymn. Mm-hmm. So that will be later. Uh, well, Seamus's main plan today is to do a bit of meditation, some yoga, and, um, you know, just try to enjoy the day. Nice. Katya's not coming either. She has found a large patch of sun, and she is currently, like, sprawled <laughs> out in it. Touching and meowing. Is, is yeah. the patch of sun anywhere near Seamus's patch of sun? Where he's doing? Oh, they could be. be together. I think I think it ought to be, yeah. All right, sure it is. They've bonded so much, it's adorable. Mm-hmm. They're like Scooby and Shaggy. That's my favorite. They actually yeah. are exactly like Scooby and Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> at any given point, me and Katya can be found 
sitting in a meadow of sorts and uh, meditating and stretching and occasional scritches as well. Katya's doing like the, the biscuits in the, in the, in the grass. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. um, you can make knowledge local check, uh, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an 11 is all. I mean, you've heard the name. It's mm. a pretty famous establishment, but you have never really had occasion to go to it. Because you would know that it's specifically um, like built against the Undermountain and it's famous because adventurers who are going to the Undermountain tend to stop there on their way. So because you've never made a trek into the Undermountain for any reason, uh, it's never been a spot on your map. Okay. Um, I would know like where the Undermountain is, right? So oh, we yes. can just start heading it, that it, way. It and- is a... a place you would know at least the location and you would know the yawning portal is on rain run street in waterdeep's castle ward between waterdeep castle and snail street rain run castle ward snail street got it okay so i just kind of start i i jill is pretty prideful i don't know if you guys have noticed um she's going to pretend like she does know where it is and just kind of start heading that way and listening for whispers of other people going there and follow them Okay. I'm just silently trailing behind. Leeds, you're going too? Yes, but Beyonce. taking a cue from, from Callista, being quiet about it for a change. Okay, <laughs> for a change. Beyonce, what are you doing? Um, He would probably, uh, uh, he's had a very emotional uh, period of time just now. So he's going to go, uh, like spend some time journaling and probably trying to clean his armor, probably okay. to almost no avail because it's covered in sewer shit. Probably to less avail because Gallen wants to spend a bit of time with you before you're going to be leaving. So uh, Gallen will be, you know, giving your shoulders a rub while you're working on oh, the yeah. armor. And eventually I'm sure very little will get accomplished. You're so <laughs> tense. <laughs> um, but but they would say to you, I'm quite proud of you for how it went today. Thank you. It's uh, the it's it was strange. I was so close to just doing what I used would have done ages ago. Just. took his head off when they said, but I've learned so much and I guess, you know, it was so strange that they deferred to me. It does not seem very strange to me. No, it's it's, it's like, I know I've always been a big deal, but I didn't know I was that big of a deal. Manoichi, I chose you. Of course, you are a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't have it any other way. You know, like kind of like nuzzle <laughs> into them. And they'll smile and say, it is something I s- still seek to expand my definition of these 
human capacity for mercy. It's a strange feeling, I know. <laughs> but what you show me helps me grow. And you have taught me so much as well. And I smile again. I will miss you very much. I have missed you and I will miss you dearly. But at least I'll be able to send you a message from time to time now. You better. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry for kind of uh, having radio silence for so long. It's... Are you are you worried about these temples? Of course I am. We I have... worry about what they may be doing right now. Yes, which is why we must leave soon if they know you have the seed and they have not come for you directly that means that they have something more pressing that has their attention now i shudder to think of it but personally i am quite glad that you are just a footnote on their attention for the moment at least uh, me too you know, I am sorry that I won't be able to help you more with, with the, the eggs. Children. It is, it is my duty. As is mine. I do very much wish I could help you with this, but Tira's called me in another direction. Do you think it will always be like this? I hope not this often. No, I prefer more than two or three days with you. Yes. <laughs> here, here and there. I mean, like at least a week. Come on, Tia. <laughs> All right. Well, I am satisfied for the moment. Are you really? Well, maybe not yet. <laughs> The three of you and Merrick are heading to the streets and in the direction of you see Waterdeep Castle towering over and you see that stone building with a slate roof. It has at least three floors. It looks like it's quite a large building. Um, and very well apparelled, even from the outside. You can tell the, the curtains are quite rich. And there is a signboard that simply reads the yawning portal that hangs on chains from a black iron pole above the front door. And you would, in fact, see here and now uh, well apparelled adventurers who are have like armor and many weapons or some hirelings coming after them that they're kind of barking orders at. Um, a few with familiars even uh, traveling in and out of this establishment. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so cool. less, less like normies and more fellow adventurers. Very cool. 
yeah, Jill stops for a second outside and just sort of like looks up at it and like looks around at the the buzz and this spectacle. And uh, just kind of like shakes her head and is like, believe it or not, I've never been here. Really? This place looks awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I just, it's not like I didn't want to go or anything. I've just never been. I definitely thought we would be hanging out in places like this a lot more often when we started doing all of our things. Yeah, it definitely seems like a place when someone would go often in our position (laughs) to get a job or something. Seems a little bit touristy to me. Yeah. Adventurer (laughs) touristy, you know? (laughs) That's true. Well, uh... Leave time like the present. Kind of and it is built against uh, the slope of Mount Waterdeep as well. So you would you would see that certainly. Uh, makes it easy to pinpoint. Jill just sort of cracks her knuckles and then kind of like puts her hand on her dagger and squeezes it and then goes in the front doors. Okay. I do have a little map to put up. So ah, map. Can put it on Visual aids. Can you hide the people who are actually not here? <laughs> <laughs> I just throw everybody on just in case they come always. Sure. Cool. So oh. let's see, we've got you guys. Oh, sweet, there's a pool table. <laughs> <laughs> I were about to say there's a pool and I was no. like, there's not a pool. There's like, I imagine there's like tiny dragons flying around there's and cool a- things. It's like, Jill's like, oh man, a pool table. There's a lot of things, <laughs> but I, I will have to break it to you that there's not a pool actually. In here. That's okay. Um, and this map is not 100% accurate just because I couldn't find her creepy. This is a pretty good time. bustling bar. That was what I was looking for, but I shall show you a picture in a moment here. That is exactly what you would see because one of the unique features of the Yawning Portal is what gives it its its name, to no surprise. It is in the center of its tap room, there is a gigantic well. So here is a picture. Wow. And yeah. Cool. And its its walls seem to be made of old mortared stone, uh-huh. and it creates a, quite a centerpiece for the room here. And there's a, a gaping orifice with a, with a winch and some sort of rope and pulley mechanism uh-huh. around it as well. And in the middle of all the tables, it just kind of sits there, and there's a, a chill wind that comes up from it as well every now and then. Wow. Is anyone doing anything around it or is it just there? Currently, no. Nobody is doing anything around it. Keith is just going to fetch like a copper piece out of his purse. (laughs) And as we make our way past it, he is going to, as subtly as he can, just kind of drop it down there and listen to hear a splash. Light of hands. Twenty, not natural. Ooh. Okay, let's see. All right, you managed to do that without drawing too much attention. Make a perception check. Twenty-one. 
24. Okay. Hold on, I have to look at the splat calculator. Thanks, internet. <laughs> splash calculator? It's a gajillion de billion feet down. There you go. That's the official one, because Carrie's a Somebody all right. Yeah, uh, make a what was your perception check? You 24. You would not hear anything. Oh, and Leaf is just gonna look up at Callista and be like, I don't think it has a bottom. <laughs> And the uh, Callista, you can do a perception check too if you want. Um, thirty-five. You do hear a very distant uh, mm-hmm. sound of not water. No, uh, it sounds maybe more like sand where oh. it's falling. Ah. <laughs> uh. It does, but it is, it is a ways down, and it is not a well. Huh. At least what not one of the down there. And like, at this point, Leaf is oh, no. completely consumed oh, with no. the mystery of this well. He's like <laughs> looking down over the edge. All right, he's you want to Probably look not down? touching the floor as he's leaning over. As you, as you go to like, pull yourself up enough to look over the lip of it, a barmaid who's coming by and she has a tray with some tankards on it actually reaches out and grabs her arm with one hand and she says, not until you pay the toll, little one. <laughs> oh, little one! A toll to look, in, a toll to look into the, the hole in the floor? Oh, to go down it. What's down well, I do not think he was going to go head first. He just <laughs> wanted to look. <laughs> well, um, maybe you want someone to give you a boost? <laughs> sure. I feel like that might be rude, but I'm not positive. We have booster seats for the children. <laughs> we have booster seats to pay for them for the, for the gnomes <laughs> and the halfling. Get him a body. <laughs> um, what what's down there? And the why do you have to pay to go down there? It, it's an entrance for the what? adventurers. Right, yeah. I'm an adventurer. It's quite an expansive dungeon. Oh. Just for like practice or fun or Oh well there are many riches to be had. Whose riches? Whoever claims them. Right, but who put them there first? There's a, a lot of history to it. If you want to know it all, we do have a bard who comes here once a week and they tell the, all the tales. Oh. But they'll be angry if I go telling you everything and take all their tips. And she gives you a wink. Oh. Right, sure. As soon as she walks away, Leith is going to look at Callista and be like, can we please? <laughs> can we I please? think we have time. <sighs> we are on a quest, remember? But there's a... Okay. I think we have to find out what... What is... Uh, there is a reason Jill needed to come here. I do not think it is this. She just said she needed to run an errand. It didn't sound that important. Jill has already made her way over to the bar. I she has just kind of made is. her way around the the portal. Okay. Uh, so you head up to the bar itself, and there is a bartender present. 
uh, kind of a bigger guy. He's got very airy forearms and he's got his sleeves all rolled up and he's mm-hmm. got a, a beard like goes in all the way around with big sideburns that come up as well, but he's otherwise bald. Mm-hmm. And he says, what can I get for you? Oktoberfest, anything. <laughs> and uh, like, and I just like ask for um, um, harvest festival ale, whatever you have here. That's That sounds fine. All and, right. Uh, they get you some proper alcohol and he goes down starts pulling some things up for you as he's doing that i'm looking for this sword that gallon mentioned Is make it a perception like- check i'm gonna head up What's- to the bar too at this point okay perception check is a 38 prominently displayed over the bar is a very large and ornate sword uh, it looks like a great sword, actually, like a two-handed thing. And indeed, just as on your dagger, you see that same symbol on this blade. Uh, Jill There's is no like, doubt it looks exactly yeah. like. <laughs> wow. Jill's almost like stunned. As she's sitting there looking at it, is just Merrick sort of like sits locked down next to you, and he looks down to where you keep your dagger, and he looks mm-hmm. up at it, and he puts a hand on your shoulder. I kind of look over at Merrick. Only like when he makes contact, do I even realize he's sitting there. Um, and I just say, I think this might be it. Are you ready? And I... No. I don't think so. We don't have to ask today. And I kind of like look down at the bar and I'm remembering the quest that we're on. And like, I look over my shoulder at Leaf, who's begging to go down into the freaking portal. We go down the hole. <laughs> There's treasure down there. He said so. And I kind of shake my head and I look back at Merrick and I'm like, yes, we do. And then I kind of wait for the bar guy to come back with my drink. All right, he comes back and he sets it down in front of you. Uh, excuse me, um, before you leave, I had a quick question for you, if you don't mind, if you have a second. Of course, what you got? Um, and I point at the, at the sword on the wall and I'm like, whose, uh, whose sword is that? Why do you have it, uh, <laughs> enshrined? <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's the boss's. Who's the boss? Who is the boss? And you actually hear a few other people like at the bar with you chuckle uh, at the question (laughs) as they're taking drinks. And I just kind of like shrug. I'm like, I'm new here. Durnan, that's the boss. Is, um, this might be a stupid question. Uh, Is he here? Like, does he have an office here or is he across town or? And a voice actually speaks up from behind you. And it's a woman's voice. And she would say, unfortunately not right now. And it's this woman right here. Okay. 
and you would say she looks like maybe she's in her 30s. Um, she's, she's got a very pleasant face and she's got beads wound into her hair. She's dressed quite richly, like in a very nice robe. And okay. She looks quite at home here, even among all these other elaborately attired adventurers. Um, so at this point, I sort of like turn. And so like my back is against the bar and I'm like, it's not available right now. Would I be able to make an appointment? I hope so. He should be back within the month, I'd imagine. Where is he now? And she looks towards the well. Hmm. That makes sense. Um, who is he to you? Are you like his secretary, his assistant or something? He's my husband. Ah, I see. Um, and Jill just like, oh, huh. Jill probably <laughs> feels what Carrie feels right now, which is like a like a grip in the chest, kind of. Um, <laughs> and she just sort of like looks at this woman, um, and is like, um, and almost has to like shake her head to snap herself back, and is like. So, um, how long, how long ago did he go down the, down the portal there? It's only been about a week. Okay. I, I'm not happy that he went. He promised me to give all this up a long time ago, but the need was great and I couldn't argue. So I'm watching things here until he gets back. Hmm. He promised he will be back. But he didn't take his sword with him. <laughs> he has another one. Don't worry. Um, um, at what this point, Jill is to... turning her own hip like back towards the bar, kind of He's trying to hide her own. He insisted that we leave it up. I don't know why, but um, he doesn't let us budge it ever. Um, how, how long have you been married? <laughs> well, sometimes it feels like forever. I, I was quite young when we were married. I was... Seventeen. How long ago? How long ago was that? Now, <laughs> you don't look a day over thirty. <laughs> oh well, that's that's very sweet of you. I, I I am a few days over thirty. I will say, it was probably about seventeen years ago. Uh, um. Do you have any children? We do. Oh. How many? In fact, our, our daughter. She has to be around here somewhere. <laughs> Ah, uh, well, um, thank you for your time. Um, What's your business with him? He, uh, he's um, he's an old friend. Uh, Make I a bluff just, check. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, well, <laughs> 26. Okay. Uh, well, she looks completely just like she believes that doesn't question it whatsoever and she says he has a lot of those from his wandering days that's why they called him the wanderer the wanderer yeah <laughs> that would make sense i've i've heard that about him that he wandered um so uh well how about this um my name's jill um i was hoping to speak with him i didn't know he had gone down the down the old hole down the old hole. So, um, 
He, the good he, news is he's not going all the way. What he needs is well, just- He already did that once. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> At least. At least. me. <laughs> oh, God, nothing. Oh, nothing. Sorry, thinking out loud. <clears throat> and uh, behind you, you hear the bartender clear his throat to get your attention. I turn back over my shoulder and look at him. And he uh, puts another drink down in front of you. And he says, on the house. And you see his eyes flick down to your dagger because you had turned it oh. to the side behind you. Okay. <laughs> I just and he gives you a very knowing look. <laughs> I shift my hand up to the pommel of my dagger and I just like hold it in my hand to hide it from this woman, <laughs> specifically from her. Can I freaking gave away the game? Can I, can make I a move? sense motive check? Because I Leith would not know as much as Brad is figuring out, and yes. I just want to see how close. Sure. To the, I need to be. Oh, that's not seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, what are you trying to figure out here? Um. Well, like Leith is aware that Jill has a thing on her dagger. Uh huh. I also rolled a, a five on that initial perception check I made myself to see how much Leith would notice. Cause Jill yep. didn't tell us that was why she was coming here. Yes. And so it's only through this conversation you that see he's her starting being to pick up weird. Yeah, you okay. see her being very strange. You can pick that up, no problem. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. So, I, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, can I head further down the bar and try to get the bartender's attention to order a drink like several feet down sure the bar. you can and he will go to give you whatever you need <laughs> and when he leans in to take my order i i guess maybe i should roll I, i'm assuming that i noticed what he what he, like the, him looking at jill's dagger I, I guess i should make sure that i noticed. make a perception check on the perceptions like it's a natural 20. oh my or god like yeah. of 42. of course <laughs> of course um so i'm gonna kind of like put my hand kind of down on the bar and lean in and just say, um, uh, you are not going to reveal my friend's secret, I are mean, you? I mean, nothing to get in the middle of any of this, ma'am. It is, I think, hers to tell when she's ready. All I know is that he said if anyone comes with that mark that it means to welcome them as family <laughs> and i'll just kind of lean back <laughs> and pick up on that jill being kind of weird leith is gonna sort of just gravitate towards callista and just flat out ask do you know why Jill's being weird? <laughs> no, going to the bar does not seem like a good errand. Or an errand at all. That seems more like entertainment. Uh, she is, um, she's just following up on some, some threads from her past. And this woman, Jill, uh, she says, well, if I were you and I was looking to make a connection with him, I'd come back in about a month. A month. Um, I'm sure you'll hear if you keep an ear to the ground. Everyone wants to know what's going on with him all the time. Yeah, he's a very oh. important man. What's going um, on with him? 
is uh yeah he seems like a very important man is he not to uh how is he doing these days is he very well off i mean does he does he own this place or yes he's he's quite set yeah and i i kind of look at her and oof yeah she almost like the way she looks i almost see like my mother in her Mm -hmm. a little bit and like he definitely clearly has a type yep um and she just kind of jill just finally kind of smiles politely and like extends her hand and is like thank you for your help and i go to like shake her hand and like she'll she'll take your hand and give it a nice firm i didn't ever get your name oh oh well my name is mia 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 very nice to meet you mia um Thank you for indulging all my questions. I'm sorry to be it's such a right. quizzer. I, I do have to go find my daughter. She does get into trouble. <laughs> I'm sure she does. Like <laughs> like father, like daughter, I'm sure. Uh, well, in some ways, yes. <laughs> and Jill then kind of nods and sort of turns back to the bar, towards the bar. All right, and she heads off into a back room and you would hear her calling out, Tamsel, Tamsel. <laughs> Tamsel. Uh, Merrick's just looking at you, Jill. Jill is looking down at her half drunk drink, drink and like her full one on the bar. And then she calls the bartender. She like motions for him to come over. Emotions for the him and she just Jill kind of looks at him more knowingly now and I didn't mean to uh, intrude. So you know who I am. (laughs) That's what he says. I do intrude. Are there others like me that have come asking after him? There was one. How old were they? He was older than you, but uh, it's not hard to be, considering everything about Dannon. I don't know how much you know. No, I'd very much like to know how much you know. How much, and, and I, I nod at where the woman had gone into the, the other room, and I say, he, how much does she know? He leans forward with a big elbow on the counter, and he says to you, Dannon's over a hundred years old. It's magic keeps him young. It's magic got him back down there, so it doesn't catch up to him if you know my drift. I understand. Um, was she right? Is it going to be a month before he comes back out? Uh, well, hopefully. He's been out of the game for a while, but I'm sure he's still shocked. He trains the young misses all the time. What was her name again? The the, the girl? Tamsel. Tamsel. How old is she? Sixteen. Oh. <laughs> um Jill kind of looks over at Merrick and is just like, well, we're very busy with things that are gonna take us. <laughs> out of town for a month. Um, 
Uh, in the meantime, and, and Jill takes an axe off of her belt and like hands it to the bartender and is like, when she is um, ready to strike out on her own, uh, why don't you give her that from, tell her it's from a friend. Damsel, you mean? Yeah. I don't think, and I, I, I just kind of like, I don't think uh, Mia strikes me as the adventuring type. No, she, uh, she's the one who got him out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he wasn't when he going to marry, you know. Yeah, he was. <laughs> she changed his mind. Is she? Uh, is she a good woman? Is she kind? She's, yes, she is. One of the best. That's good. It would take a lot to snare his attention. I'm sure. Um, well, thank you for all your help. I appreciate you answering all my questions. Of course. Is there anything you want me to say to him if he comes? Tell him his daughter was here. I'm looking for him. And what was your name? My name's Jill. Jill. Um, tell him I'm... If there's been too many more, tell him my mother was Vevra. Well, I'll remember that. And Jill smiles and just says thank you and actually takes the full, leaves her half drink and le- takes the full drink off the bar and kind of walks away from the bar. She's not leaving the establishment. but Merrick will put to, some money down. <laughs> wants to lose herself in the crowd a little bit. Okay. Meanwhile, getting away from all this for a second. Back in a sunny field. <laughs> it start to smell like skunk, but there's no skunk. <laughs> is that, is that oh, what Katya's doing? Katya's. <laughs> uh, we're actually we're actually doing a bit of yoga right now, and uh, um, Katya and I are um, both in uh, in up dog, and cat uh, and cow. And, and Seamus turns to Katya and, and kind of goes into a seated position and says, uh, Ah, Katya, breathe in that cool, crisp air. Can you feel it? Can you feel the freedom? There's oh. a big kitty sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's something like that. Oh, how lucky we are. I don't think you know. And uh, Seamus kind of like looks off in the middle distance and takes a long, long beat. Um, and, and then comes back and says, um, I uh, didn't always remember to appreciate the little things like this. I wasn't always this way. I, I used to be a very different man. And um, he kind of goes a little deeper into his contemplation. And mm. you see a tear form in his eye. Oh. And uh, he kind of falls short of the words. Someday, I'll tell you the whole story, Katya. It's a thrilling tale. I, I think you like it. And he kind of... He puts his arm around Katya and they 
just kind of have a moment. She turns her face kind of toward him and does the, the kind of headbutt, <laughs> kitty headbutt. Oh. You guys are staring out, just watching the, the beauty of your surroundings. Make a perception check, Seamus. Okay. Not Katya. Katya can too, I guess. Oh, Why not? Shit. <laughs> First roll of the night, and I get a one. Uh, <laughs> that I'm, makes I'm, I'm, perfect. I'm too deep into it, bro. Perfect sense. <laughs> Twenty, not natural for Katya. Okay. Or did we leave the city? Are we still in the city? No, they're still in the city. Okay, so yes, yeah, twenty. I assume there's like a a courtyard probably in the temple, so and they've found that that's their sunny field, so that's where they currently are. Um, and Seamus, it would it would take you a little bit to notice, but it's getting progressively darker, and you wonder how much time has passed. Maybe you lost track in your meditations. It's not the first time that it would have happened, um, but it's getting much darker. Well, uh, Katya, maybe we should probably head back. It looks a bit dark on the horizon there. And, and then Ow. Katya cranes her neck and looks up towards where the sun is. And you notice the sun is still high in the sky but there is oh, a, a sort of haze starting to cover it of darkness. And slowly this black disc seems to slide into place over top of it and <sighs> around the edge ignite like with a flame that slowly sparks off and then goes around of purple Flame. Oh no, oh no. Damn it. <laughs> and Seamus, you feel transfixed by this. What? And Patty's just growling under her breath. Your heart seems to pound so loud that you can hear it inside your ears. It seems to echo in your head and everything else around you is dark. You can't see Katya. All you can see is this glowing purple rim of darkness, and you feel a sense of dread overtake you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, I, they must be kicking in Katya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I knew I took too much. Yep, yep. What the hell is going on? And can Katya see through the dark this darkness or no? No. Katya. Ooh. Oh my god. Um, she kind of edges over so she's like in contact with Seamus. Seamus, you would slowly start to see a shape like break out of the darkness that's not so dark. It's more of a gray. And it is a huge floating structure. And it oh, seems to be coming straight out of it. And a voice echoes in your mind. And it says, soon you will fail. Soon you will fall. Soon you will pay the price. 
And then suddenly your eyes flick open and you are sitting exactly where you were next to Katya and the sun is still up. You're surrounded by the brightness of day and all of that seems to have not even been real. Oh my God. I turn to the cat and I say like, just half expecting Katya to talk right back to me. Did you see that? <laughs> Katya did not. She didn't. Okay. No. Like, wow, Scoob. <laughs> she just kind of like headbutts you like, what's going on? What's, um, what's, what's up? So do I Do I actually recognize the voice that was in my head? To make a, whiz, a wisdom check? A voice check? that was in my head at one point. I mean, it has been in your head before, yes. Yeah, I figured as much. It won't uh, take much. Get over a five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got you with a 14. Okay, yeah, you know that voice, and it is the voice of Char, who spoke to you when you were in her plane. He gives Purple a bad name. Yeah, Yeah, I love, yeah. Oh, that's, oh, man, that is not good. That's not good. Welcome back, everybody. This is Carrie again at Dice Tales Live. We would just like to thank you so much for tuning in for that awesome episode. We so hope you enjoyed it. And we would like to throw a quick shout out again to our sponsors and friends of the show. First, our sponsors, Gaming Paper and Character Case. Thank you so much for your role in keeping this little fun role-playing experience alive. We so appreciate it, and we truly could not appreciate you anymore. And of course, also our friends of the show, Hero Forge, and of course, Sirenscape. If you have not already checked these guys out, listener, please do so. They are absolutely the bee's knees, and we couldn't recommend them strongly enough. And of course, one last big shout out to you, the loyal listener. We truly cannot thank you enough for rejoining us week after week. We hope that you enjoy these episodes half as much as we enjoy making them. If you liked anything you just heard, please don't forget to follow us on all the social media. We are Dice Tales Live on all of them. And of course, we hope to hear you back for episode number 82 of Dice Tales Live, Dark Roads Part 2. Thank you so much again for listening.